The Gospel of John today is only a part of chapter 6, which narrates the whole discourse of Jesus as the bread of life. And the chapter ended with many of Jesus' disciples turning back and they no longer followed Him. What happened? Anyari. In order for me to understand the scene, however, I had to read the verses before it to understand what Jesus was exactly saying to the people. It helps if we put ourselves in the scene so we could hear and relate to Jesus or the people present. How will these words make you feel? Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread also which I give for the life of the world is my flesh. Can you hear the whispers even in your own head? How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And Jesus reading our minds would answer, Most certainly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you don't have life in yourselves. How will you react? In today's lingo, nga nga, ano daw? We, di nga, NR, no reaction. Well, my Lord, can you please expound? So he tries again, but this time he strikes to the very core of our spirit. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. This is the bread which came down out of heaven, not as the fathers ate and died. He, he who eats this bread will live forever. Now, isn't that really more confusing for an ordinary human like me to understand? Eating flesh like a cannibal? Drink blood? Kaya naman pala. That explains the reactions of some disciples. This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? They must have probably been horrified even. In one commentary, Dr. Jeffrey K. London, he says, Jesus deliberately wanted to shock us. And I quote, what do we do when someone's heart stops? We get the defibrillator out and we shock them, right? We shock their heart back to life. When Jesus saw dead hearts in the lives of the religious authorities, aren't they the learned, the educated ones, the theologians? They should understand Jesus' provocative metaphorical language, but they don't. Their hearts have stopped. They need to be shocked. Jesus' usage of such shocking language is to say, the bread of life sent from heaven is for the hungry, for the really, really hungry, for those of us who recognize our need to be fed, to eat this bread and drink this blood, like our very lives depended on it. And that is what we do when we celebrate the Lord's Supper. 
but it's also what we do every day when we recognize Christ's presence in our lives. We take in Jesus in the Eucharist because it is life-giving. We hold on to His promises that He will stay with us and never leave us alone. Every time the Eucharist is celebrated, Jesus gives us Himself, telling us, as in John 15:4, Abide in me as I abide in you. Jesus offers us to have an extraordinary, personal, and intimate relationship with Him. A few days ago, we read about a rich young man in Matthew 19 who asked the Lord the same question, Master, what good work must I do to receive eternal life? Again, that young man went away sad, for he was a man of great wealth and he couldn't do what Jesus suggested for him to be perfect. Jesus said, Go and sell all that you possess and give the money to the poor and you will become the owner of a treasure in heaven. Then come back and follow me. Again, wouldn't we say the same words? This is hard teaching. Who can accept it? And here's one more response of Jesus that describes a way to really follow him. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Following Jesus is extreme. Is the Christian life easy? Yes? No? Sadly, some preachers describe the Christian life as cheap grace, preaching prosperity as if when you have more faith, you will receive more blessings and be problem-free in this world. As Saint Teresa of Calcutta said, God has not called us to be successful. He has called us to be faithful. Just like the many disciples or the rich young man, we too have many distractions that cause us to remove our gaze on heavenly treasures. It may be pursuit of material wealth, power, positions, even hobbies, relationships, and other worldly cares. This may prevent us to really, really hunger for Jesus. The Gospel ends with Jesus' question to his disciples, which may as well be a question for all of us. Will you also go away? As we have a restful weekend, let us remember these words of Peter and make it our own prayer. Lord Jesus, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Please send us your Holy Spirit that we may remain faithful and experience the fullness of life by receiving you, our true Savior, given to us by the Father, our bread of life from heaven, the one on whom we must feed all the days of our lives. Amen. Amen.